Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, and very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight, Season 10, Episode 11. I forgot to say the Australia bit there, Chris. Now, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, I thought, you know, it's for about 40 minutes, this was a pretty run-of-the-mill stopgap episode. We still got the intimacy... Uh, stuff going on. We see Duncan and Alyssa all loved up. Um, Melissa and, and Josh, you know, they're still at loggerheads <laughs> again. I mean, Josh didn't know what any of their fucking sex toys were, Dave. And uh, what I was think... he going on about? Like a sixty-nine? No, a fifty-two. 52. <laughs> I don't know. Really get what he's on know. about. I think, I think he was getting a back massage with that one thing. The way he was going, and I, I must admit, as we said in the last episode, I'm just. It's just becoming a little bit boring now with him. I think, yes, Melissa's intense. Yes, you know, she's really gone over the top. I said it yesterday. I don't want to repeat myself, but I'm sort of seeing why she's probably getting frustrated at the moment, Dave. So, yeah, interesting yeah. dynamic how that's changed. I, I think he has to do more. I agree. Um, I, I mean, he's, he's got to meet in the middle somewhere, I think. But it seems like we said yesterday he's kind of dug into his position but chris you sped up past like duncan and Alyssa. there i mean they were getting very hot and heavy weren't they i'd, I'd imagine some <laughs> of our listeners were getting a bit hot under the collar watching that with duncan in particular well, yeah he's a he's a fan favorite dave some of the comments on discord i've been reading yes he's a fan favorite so. <laughs> but i can't tell have they you know been doing the uh, I can't I think, think of a good euphemism now, but the Fandango, know, Fandango maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yes. Beast with two backs. The uh... now steady, <laughs> steady now. <laughs> I do think by the end of it that the whole little narrative story was them two in bed together. So I think you know, literally with the clothes off. Some I think it's alluding to the fact that you know we had a eureka moment, and as Josh would say, "Hello, fucking Lou, you Dave." <laughs> you know what I, mean? so. I did like. The, the shot of the sound man, you know, with his back to them. It's like, I think it's time to go. <laughs> you do, yeah, you do you, and I'll just do me over here. Yeah, yeah, that was funny, that. It was funny. But but, yeah, but then we get um, Melinda and Leighton. There's a little bit of tension, which was a bit weird because, again, the continuity of the show in, in the, the commitment ceremony, they were loved up. There was no issues. Mm. I don't know what the what the sort of gap is in between. I know it's not going to be filmed the next day, but this. It's gone from them being all loved up, and it never works out like this in mass. We know that. To, to, you know, she's trying to get a bit more out of him, isn't she? And when they were doing the face to face thing, saying into each other's eyes, he was coming out with some shit, you know, like some real awkward <laughs> stuff on it, you know, like really. And you know, it's going to kick off in mass because you get the violin music when it's going to turn. It's all lovey dovey. Then the violin music kicks in. And then the fat Dave, it took me back to being a kid. I've got a story to tell very quickly. <laughs> When he said, we didn't have a lighter, so I wanted to light some candles. So I put some paper in the toaster and the toaster fucking set on fire. Now, I remember as a kid, some weird fascination with fire. I think I may have told this day, but not on this podcast. And my nan was got to pick my granddad up. They just had brand new vinyl put in in the kitchen, Dave. And I mean, literally that week. And somebody had, there's a lighter on the side, set fire to some kitchen roll, which fell on the brand new lino, Dave. And it oh, made no. 
a hole and burned. And when they came in, Chris stood over the fucking vinyl and was doing like the moonwalk, but on the spot, Dave. And I was spinning <laughs> on a pivot. Pivot. I was pivoting. And then eventually pivot. I had to come, come clean. And I didn't actually get the bollocking that I thought. My granddad actually cut a piece and had to stick it down. But for, until they got it replaced years later, Dave, it was always the crisp patch of... There's some fascination. I thought it was a fucking fire starter. So, yeah, so I did sympathize with Leighton at that point. Yeah, not the only thing known as the Chris Patch, I'm, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> that's where he does his press ups. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is with Leighton, like, he gives it the big, birdsy big bollocks that he's this entrepreneur and everything. But he actually seems quite young to me as well, like quite immature, definitely not house trained. Yeah. Like you say, putting wet towels on a bed, fucking animal. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you get the bed wet? And then, um, you know, not in a good way. And like putting a fucking knife in the toaster. Are you a psycho? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember at what age I figured out that was a bad idea. It sounds like I've done it myself, but no, I mean, it's just it's fucking, fucking common sense. Surely at the age of about 12, you know, not to do that. I, I just, I was, I was perplexed by him to be honest in this episode. I, and I thought, Oh, right. Yeah. So I, I guess he is quite immature and, uh, you know, probably hasn't maybe lived with someone as well. You know, that's a good leveler, isn't it? But yeah, let's let's see. I mean, I, I I'm not sure I, I was buying them a hundred percent at the commitment ceremony just because it came completely out of nowhere. Kind of yeah. just think they'd had a, a good time in the sack before they came on the show, maybe. <laughs> and that's that's what elevated it. <laughs> Possibly, Dave. That always helps. But, um, <laughs> but, but we did get a bit of a resolution to Jesse and Claire. So I'm I'm going around the nice stuff, Dave. They ended up moving back in together. There was a Crystal Gallery moment, and he was, you know, we've got a VT flashback of him like saying he hated all that shit. But then as you think it's going to be him being a dick again, he just turns around and says, but it's what Claire likes. And there seems to be, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, Dave, but that seems to be actually a connection now and something there. I don't know whether it's just a bit of a honeymoon thing because obviously Jesse's eating humble pie after his, his wild accusations against Adam. But yeah, I was quite happy for him at that point. And Claire seems really into him, Dave. So maybe mm -hmm. there's a chance for these two. Maybe I cannot help but feel the producers are setting us up here. So this is a bit of Jesse's redemption arc. Oh no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that side of him, you don't just click your fingers do you, and then it's all happy. And all those issues that you had, have suddenly melted away. I, I'm more interested as to where this, this is going to go. I mean, uh, as well, I guess, you know, you've got to try and make the week tenable, haven't you? Especially yeah. given that he'd said he wanted to leave. You know, what are you going to do? Just be a miserable bastard all week? You've got to try and make a bit of an effort, haven't you? So, yeah, let, let's see where these go. I still think we've got no chance. But but from what we saw tonight, it was a little bit of an improvement. I agree. Yeah, and there was a slight improvement on Bronte and Harrison, Dave, which, again, was expecting that wasn't. That bought it was a low two. bar, wasn't it? Was it was a low bar, but, but yeah, <laughs> it was sort of like, 
they did do the intimacy thing. It was sort of like they were being a bit nicer to each other. Let's see. They're somewhat bugging me, Dev. As much as I think Harrison's an absolute dick, I still think she may be doing the old classic Richie from the UK one again. I've called a few people out for that already and just playing up to the cameras when she feels like it. So as much as he's been an yeah. absolute knobhead and he's a fucking tosser, is is she, she is... I think she's equal to it, but she's playing the game. So maybe that's why he's shutting off. It doesn't excuse his behavior because he's an absolute dick, but I, I just, there's something missing in this relationship. I think now as this has gone on, I just don't get it. So I think she's just playing to the audience at the moment as well. I think she is. I, I don't think that absolves Harrison. Of no, no. Even no. 0.1% of his behavior. I, I don't think he's behaving in a particular way. He's just probably not getting away with as much. But yeah, I, I've said for a while now, I, I just don't really buy Bronte either. I, I think she is very theatrical. I think she's playing up to everything. So yeah, fuck this couple, Chris. I hope they leave <laughs> in the next commitment ceremony. <laughs> unless unless they do give us good uh, din- dinner parties, and then I'll well, forgive them. Yes, and Dave, we've alluded to this. Let's get to the main event of the evening. So... We've got good old, you know, blue-eyed boy Shannon. You know, we we can all dream about falling into them eyes, Dave, and we've mentioned it before on the show. Got to say, Dave, I got it right on the last episode about Shannon. Unbelievable, my <laughs> predictions. <laughs> now let's replay back, shall we? I think I said, no, Shannon and harrison are equally as bad you're like no no and i'm sure even before that chris you were talking not in yesterday's episode but before you're like yeah shannon he seems like a great guy (laughs) (laughs) now to be fair you didn't call it a reality radar uh prediction so i guess i guess it doesn't taint that you know it still remains around one percent accuracy um (laughs) but my God, Chris, I, I think he might have excelled in this episode because I thought he just showed his absolute true colours. You know, it, it starts off, it starts going really badly, doesn't it? And he was playing it up before this whole fake fucking thing about how he's turned over a new leaf despite the fact saying he's still in love with his ex and what have you. And it's, it's during the intimacy challenge where he just basically says, you know, sorry, I've got no physical attraction to you at all. And like, you know, then it gets worse and worse because he says like, well, you know, if it was there, that thing with my ex wouldn't have even happened. You know, it's basically you. I I was expecting to go down the aisle and be blown away by someone. Basically, you're not that person, you know? And I was like, fucking hell, can this guy get any worse? She goes off crying, comes back, starts to like sit him down. She's not raising her voice. She's not screaming. She's not doing anything about that. She's got herself collected. And then he turns into Kevin, the fucking teenager. He's like, oh, uh, well, 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 I should speak. Oh, what? You my dad? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. fucking hell, mate. You are the biggest tosser on the fucking planet right now. I cannot believe how just a fucking adult would speak to another adult in that, in that way. I thought it was fucking disgusting, Chris. I'm with you, mate. Honestly, I, Dave, I'm absolutely with you. It, he, 
his line was, are you mad? What annoyed me is, like you say, he character assassinated Caitlin for no reason. That line about, you know, you're a good looking girl, but I just wasn't blown away. And it was, there's a low attraction between us. And he said, and when you're coming down, I said, when you come down the aisle, you didn't blow me. I was like, how mm. dare him say such a horrible thing to her? And then like you say the Kevin and Perry thing, what annoyed me was she, she, she gathered herself. She'd been crying. She thought, right, I'll come back in. And she tried to say that to him, like just to speak to him. And it was the, what I didn't like is not just the lie about the teacher. It was the aggressiveness of it. Yeah. It was like, hang on. I'm allowed to absolutely physically and mentally break you down and fucking absolutely throw you under the bus because I don't want to be with you. And he even says a line about, I've been told I've got to fucking make, you know, I've got to go along with, which basically he's throwing the producers under the bus there. Mm. That was a line just before all this happened. But he was that, I just thought it was horrible, Dave. What an aggressive little shit. And he's an absolute yeah. fuck boy. And he's a reason why him and his missus, ex-missus are not together and he's got a kid and, they did a good job on him at the start. That's why I was bought into him because this thing about his son and, you know, and all this stuff. And then when it's, the more it's gone on, the worse it's got. But for me, I thought tonight, as much as Harrison's an absolute C next Tuesday, he's worse, Dave. The, the, what he said is a disgusting thing. You do not physically or anything pull someone apart. She didn't deserve it. She's done nothing wrong. And that girl's a wreck, Dave. And I just hope that she can... Basically, they need to go. He needs to go off and do whatever he's doing, and she does. And I just, I just got a feeling she's going to say stay or something because he's not involved. And it was the, I didn't understand the change, the intimacy, the look in each other's eyes. And the next minute, he's like fucking sat there, like he's just lost a million pound or something. I'm like, I don't. Mm. He just switched. So yeah, what a a strange, strange lad. It really is a strange lad. I mean, at the commitment ceremony, they both fucking said stay. Yeah. So you know, he said stay. He could, if he just said leave, and she just said stay, then he might have had a case with that. But he's just lying. And, and again, you know, there's this whole thing. They get fined, don't they? So if you both write leave, you can leave. But if one writes leave and one writes stay, they've got to stay. If yeah. they just walk off, because a, a few people have been messaging us about it, because I, I think we've said, look, that, uh, I think I might have even said, like, they're not in prison. You know, just fucking walk off. They, there's like a $15,000 fine or something like that. That's the contract they get them to sign up to. So there's a big fucking penalty if you just walk out of the experiment. But for me, that's null and void here, right? They both said in the commitment ceremony, when they could have said leave, they both said to stay because yeah. they want the fucking fame. Yeah. That's that's it. And, you know, him, I just, yeah. I, I, he's probably gone beyond Harrison now. I said yesterday, you know, I reckon they're on par. I don't think we've seen enough from Shannon yet. But yeah. I think what Shannon said was worse than anything that we've seen Harrison say, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What an absolute tosser. And I think it's one of them, isn't it? We see a bit of a VT then as well off the back of this. Because it was a bit of, this was the main thing of this episode, really, for me. I couldn't mm. believe it at the end. I was like, oh, my God. But then we get a little bit of fucking tea, Dave, a little bit of, oh, and it's not the usual suspects. It looks like the guys are getting these notorious evenings out. And Dan has been up to summit, Dave. Dan. With Sandy, who's looked like one of the most loyal and respected guys on the show, he's the oldest guy on the show, and he's 
absolutely. He looks like he's been played away. So I was like, so yeah, it's a bit lukewarm. I need tomorrow's episode, Dave, and I need it now because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we're back at the fucking dinner table and everything. We need, we need it now. So yeah, after a couple of lukewarm episodes, I'm back. I'm always in on this anyway, but I cannot wait for tomorrow. You know what? I think we've seen a different version here. I didn't see that. I saw a different VT, Chris. I saw a VT where Lindell is again burdened with this thing that she's seen and is trying to figure out if she's going to raise this at the dinner party. <laughs> All right. Well, I've seen something else then, Dave. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? It's both yeah. in a different version. So, yeah. And, and apparently she's seen uh, Shannon with a child and another yes. woman. Yes, I did see that. I All did right, see okay. that. So, but there's, there <laughs> is a bit about that. that. <laughs> no, I did see that, but it's the damn bit. I was like, oh, here we go, spicy. So uh, brilliant, Dave. Absolutely brilliant. So anything more, Dave, before we go? No, just roll on the next episode. It's going to be the last one of the week, isn't it, which is the pain, but I, it's hard to like wish the time there and then think, oh, crap, I've got like a few days before the next ver- uh, next episode. But yeah. Uh, yeah, just I, I thought, you know, sometimes you 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 watch the episode and it's just brilliant all the way through. But I mean, it, it was a bit of a it, it took a toll watching that, didn't it? With the yeah. way Shannon was being, I I just felt you know it didn't make me feel good uh, watching that one. And you know, when when it's the drama where people are going nuts at each other and you're like, oh. Fucking hell! You know, it, it's not like that feeling. It's like fucking hell. You are a dick, mate. Yeah, a complete yeah. fucking dick. And you should just fuck right off and get in the bin. And the the producers shouldn't even fucking give him a chance. To be honest, I, I the, agree. At what point do they have a duty of care to these people? Yeah, it goes beyond that. I thought Harrison was on the fine line, but but Shannon tonight has just always stepped everything. Yeah. Me? No yeah. need at all. If he wants out, just go. That's it. You don't need to character assassinate her. She deserved better. So yeah. I mean that that sort of like that sort of shit cuts deep, doesn't it? Even though they've not oh, yeah. known each other. When someone says something that personal to you, that fucking lives with you for a long, long time. She'll be in fucking therapy after this, I'm sure. Yeah, you don't you don't do it, Dave. It's awful. I would never do that. You just don't do it. Oh, gosh. But anyway, it won't be massive if we're not talking about something like this, Dave. So <laughs> here we go. We're back. We're in. Uh, as always, guys, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you do want to follow us a bit more and support us, and also get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. So today's roll call of honour is Ken, Lucky Lula Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Priscilla Deedee, Katie Libby, Joanna, Nori, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, and Schmaid Music. So thank you so much, guys, on this Valentine's Day. So make sure you all enjoy yourselves, guys, and hopefully you're watching Maths or Love Island. Absolutely, mate. Well, thank you very much, sir. It's great to dissect this one again. And thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.